Greetings, greetings, greetings on this thoughtful Thursday morning, August 18th, 2022. Today's read is going to be a New York Times article regarding the CDC's response to current pandemic issues. Um, I can be a bit sarcastic when it comes to the United States government and its policies and procedures and way of being politics of it all um but today's article pretty much lays it out as it is um quite clearly and so on this thoughtful thursday listen and be thoughtful about the center for disease control hmm i will say keep in mind that it is paid by lobbyists who have ties to uh, so many things, including big pharma, pharmaceutical companies. And um, yeah, it's Thoughtful Thursday, so I'll just read and uh, you think about it however you need to. Here it is. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So this New York Times article was published today, this morning, August 18th, 2022, written by German Lopez. And it says, the headline is, the CDC acknowledged it had botched its COVID response. It is part of a broader set of failures. Three big mistakes. The United States seemed ready for the monkeypox outbreak. It had vaccines and treatments that are effective and experts had studied the the virus for decades. Hmm. Yet, the U.S. response has fallen short. The country cannot use millions of vaccine doses it owns because they were not bottled for distribution. The available vaccines and medications remain out of reach for a vast majority of Americans, a result of poor communication by federal officials and of other bureaucratic barriers. Monkeypox is not very deadly, so this is not a COVID-level catastrophe, but the flawed response suggests that nearly three years After COVID first appeared, the United States is still unprepared for the next deadly pandemic. The CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, acknowledged that much yesterday. She called for her agency to be overhauled after an external review found it had failed to respond quickly and clearly to COVID. 
She faulted the agency for acting too much like an academic institution that was focused on producing data for publication instead of data for action. For 75 years, CDC and public health have been preparing for COVID-19. And in our big moment, our performance did not reliably meet expectations, Walensky said. In today's newsletter, I want to explain three vulnerabilities that COVID and new monkeypox exposed. Unclear communication, a fragmented public health system, and a tendency for public officials to be reactive instead of proactive. Unclear communication. During the early days of the COVID pandemic, a lot of criticism focused on Donald Trump. He downplayed the threat, pushed the United States to reopen quickly after an initial lockdown, and made outright false statements about treatments. Trump's poor performance sometimes made it seem as if he was the sole reason the United States had struggled more than other countries in combating COVID, but he wasn't. The broader public health system struggled too. For its part, the CDC said yesterday that its public guidance on COVID was confusing and overwhelming. One memorable one memorable example was officials' initial months-long refusal to recommend that the public wear masks, not because they thought masks were ineffective, but because they worried that public demand would cause a shortage of masks for healthcare workers. Their hesitation represented that represented what would become a pattern throughout the pandemic, a reluctance to communicate the truth clearly and directly. The resulting lack of clarity made it harder for Americans to act on expert advice, but it also damaged public trust. Readers note here, for anyone who is not a black American, you may trust the public health system and not saying all black Americans don't, but there are quite a few of us black Americans who have very good reason not to trust the United States public health system. So the CDC didn't damage public trust for me or anyone like me. It's been damaged since before I was born because of their own actions and their own patterns and their own history and their own continued issue the public health system has with dealing with black Americans. Back to the read. When people eventually found out that they had been deceived Similar problems have emerged with monkeypox. Some public health officials have been reluctant to acknowledge that the virus is mostly spreading among gay and bisexual men. 
out of fear of stigmatizing the group. But about 95% of known United States cases are among men who have sex with men, not all of whom identify as gay or bisexual. Failing to acknowledge that makes it harder to target and advise the most at-risk group. Effective public health messaging needs to be honest, said Ellen Carlin, a health security policy expert at Georgetown University. If officials do not trust the public with the truth, then the public will eventually stop trusting officials too. Yeah, fragmented systems. Another problem that made the United States COVID and monkeypox responses less effective. The American public health system is divided. Among the federal government, 50 states, thousands of local governments, and many more private organizations and workers, both inside and outside the healthcare system. We saw the results when the United States first started distributing COVID vaccines. Poor planning and communication between the layers of government, along with limited supply, made it harder for frontline officials to plan for how many shots they could get in arms. Similar problems have appeared with monkeypox vaccine distribution. The CDC is a key federal agency that is supposed to rise above this fragmentation and help coordinate the national response to disease outbreaks. But throughout the pandemic, as Walensky acknowledged, it has struggled. And it seems to be struggling with monkeypox too. Reactive and not proactive. Many of these problems could have been avoided with better pandemic preparedness. The federal government could have, for example, bulked up mask stockpiles or manufacturing before the pandemic, easing early concerns about shortages. But the United States has underfunded public health for years, experts say. So when COVID first began to spread, officials suddenly had to shift limited resources to deal with a crisis that had caught them by surprise, making mistakes more likely. In the early days of the pandemic, experts often said that the plane was being built as it was being flown. COVID has worsened the problem. Health departments have lost a lot of staff and have been very burned out, said Caitlin Rivers, a senior scholar at the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security. That's just not a lot left to bring theirs just not a lot left to bring resources to their full potential. To address the gaps, the Biden administration has called for tens of billions more in funding for pandemic preparedness. Hmm, Another reason for inflation. Congress has so far ignored those proposals and what Oh, so they're not giving the money. Hmm. Congress has so far ignored those proposals and what seems like history repeating itself. The bottom line, nearly three years into COVID, the United States is still not ready for the next pandemic. 
The CDC is moving to remedy some of the problems plaguing the country's public health system. Those changes, along with the broader lessons from COVID and monkeypox, could be the difference between another deadly pandemic and a crisis averted. Hmm. Very interesting article. Very useful. Um, Especially in light of what we've all experienced from 2020 until today. And here in America, there has been talk of um, monkeypox outbreak, but there has been no talk. This article is the first time that I am personally learning that 95% of the monkeypox cases are with men who have sex with men. Now, the United States, especially in the entertainment industry, well, everywhere. I used to work in a in a school setting and, you know, there was a lot of training on what to call people, a she or a he, and um, definitely in, in entertainment, um, all the movies, all the commercials, everything is trending towards being open to a lifestyle that supports men who have sex with men. So if you're going to push that lifestyle, it's very important to tell the truth about the size of that lifestyle that can be dangerous. Men who have sex with men contract things like AIDS more than other people. Clearly, it's also true for monkeypox. 95% of the cases are men who have sex with men. That's dangerous. So, the New York Times article stated it. And um, I hope public agencies, schools, everyone who pushes that lifestyle, I hope they're being truthful about the whole um meaning of taking those actions and living that lifestyle. I just see so much promotion, and I'll say it, in the black community to try to push a division between men and women. Any way to just stop us being our natural selves, but, you know, that's a long-standing thing. Um, but there are other people, of course, who, who adapt that lifestyle or live that lifestyle, and everybody needs to know preventive me- measures to stay healthy. That was another standout for me. Um, like, we have to wait for the CDC to control a pandemic an outbreak of anything. I I don't, we, each of us individually have the power to choose to be more healthy. And I know it's trendy to um, go to a surgeon and get liposuction or whatever other body augmentations, but whatever you do on the outside, whether it's to your hair, to your body, 
anything that, that is done to you does not change what's going on inside of you. What we eat matters. How much water we drink matters. How much alcohol we drink tearing up our liver matters. Health, overall health is true wealth. What can you do with if you win the lottery and you're unhealthy and you're sick? What can you do with that money? What can you do if you do all the augmentations to your body and everybody thinks you're beautiful from the outside in, but you're sick as can be from the inside out? Health is true wealth. So on this Thoughtful Thursday, I'm definitely thinking about my own health and what am I doing to be healthy on purpose? What are my intentions? What are my actions for myself, my health, my true wealth? What thoughts do you have after listening to this article? Thoughtful Thursday. Thoughtful Thursday.